Beyond the Veil has been recorded in front of a live studio audience. I'm back! Oh man, you, your face looks like a prolapsed asshole. as bad as this guy's severed head, though. <laughs> what the fuck have you been up to today? Oh, dude, I was trying to talk to Jason Voorhees, and the guy's kind of cool, but, you know, he just kind of sits there and stares in his space and doesn't do much, and I think he also has mommy issues. <laughs> but, get this, I knocked over a glass of water, the dude started crying. Sounds like he needs a counselor. Uh, a camp counselor! <laughs> oh, dude, also, Freddy called. He was looking for you. Dude, fucking Freddy, man, will not leave me the fuck alone. He's interrupting my wet dreams, even. Like, he wants me to get him to hook up on a fucking date. Really? Yeah, but he wants me to hook him up with a fucking kid, dude. <laughs> Kinda creepy. As if you fucking that severed head isn't messed up enough. <laughs> oh, pickles, you got me there. Beyond the Veil Horror Podcast, we have brought to you a sitcom. I hope you enjoyed that. Did you like that, Mike? Oh, he's it's like, um, it was all right. <laughs> no, fuck you. Whatever. Mike came up with this idea, guys. Because I'm, I'm, I'm the, the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> but I thought it was a lot of fun. We, we, we'll probably have something up about that. But yeah, hope you enjoyed that. We might be doing more like that. We'll Pretty see. Pretty much. I'm hoping out. Yeah, we'll see. I'll spread my legs for oh, anybody. Oh, God, yes. Let's do this. We'll do it. So today... Oh, today? I, I gotta stop that. Okay, that's right. <laughs> uh, so today, what are we gonna talk about, Mike? Uh, outside of uh, our normal stuff, yes. this episode's gonna be about tiny terrors. Tiny terrors, yes. Or ankle biters. <laughs> ankle biters. We're not sure what the, the title's yeah. gonna be yet. Because uh, I never wanna have kids, but if I do, I'd be scared the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just about... It's basically anything that is smaller than you. So typically, like, you know, little creatures or little 
puppets or a little whatever. Like, we <laughs> we were having a fuck hell of a time trying to figure out what we were going to do. I know. And I can just imagine that if we're already having issues now, dude, it's going to be fucking crazy down the road. <laughs> we're going to have to, like, basically just do one movie at a time or I know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, well, welcome back, guys. If you haven't already... Follow us on all our social media below oh, in the information. Yeah, it. it really goes a uh, long follow way. Follow me. Tickle my tickle. Tickle <laughs> my pickle. We got uh, we got actually some. Uh, we we've got a winner to the contest that oh, we're going to figure winner, out chicken today. Winner chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. What's Dude, that? I said winner winner chicken dinner. Winner winner chicken dicker. <laughs> um, lots of dick jokes in this show, folks. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it. It's it's one giant dick joke. Yeah, we're we're just bunch of dicks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So we got a contest winner. And uh, what have you been up to? Oh, dude, uh, I'm not going to go with the standard fare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the weather's nice. Oh, uh, I've been I've been up to nothing at all yeah. aside from that and yeah. uh, alcoholism. What, are, what, no, what have you been doing? You... <laughs> uh, mostly alcoholism and uh, cooking, like eating a lot of uh, raw hamburger. I eat a lot of Chinese raw food. hamburger, well, really? not raw hamburger. Well, I, I cook it really raw, then I eat it. But really, I make no sense right now. <laughs> what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, man, Mr. I, Mr. Frank uh, Oh, dude. Sun Studios. Oh, yeah. We went to Sun Studios today. We'll talk about that in our news, actually. Oh, for sure. Okay. We went to Sun Studios, which happens to be the Brain Damage Film Studio. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you guys are familiar, they do a lot of really underground things like Traces of Death. Oh, for sure. Um, Terror Tunes is oh, one of our Terror favorites. Tunes, we posted man. a picture about that recently. Yeah, dude. Um, but yeah. Uh, we went to Sun Studios, so that was fun. Uh, we'll was have really a cool. little news clip for that. Oh, it's pretty ooh, cool. Newsy, newsy, our, our first interview. We broke oh, our cherry. Oh, mm. We're legit now, guys. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I really haven't been doing too much, man. I mean, I, I feels like I'm always like thinking of the podcast or mm. thinking of music. Um, yeah, so I've been working some stuff out with the label for the music. Oh, your your label for your band. Yeah. Well, so we've been working. I've been working on that. Some sales stuff, which is uh, fun. Lots of. Fun. You know what's what's funny is that uh, your label is actually going to pay you money. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, my, I haven't gotten a check yet. So uh, my my label just sent me like a smiley face, a middle it. finger picture. <laughs> yeah, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> like a picture of you fucking you. <laughs> like know. they pasted your head on to your head. Oh my god! See, you guys out there in Radio Land, you think we're making a joke, but we're not. Yeah, yeah. this is part uh, of the course. Don't uh, make music. It sucks. No, yeah, I'm kidding. Don't. No, <laughs> if you make music, guys, here's the thing: if you like music and you want to make music, do it because you love it. We get that. But at some point, if you're not making ends meet or some sort of income that you can maybe get some ramen or water, then you might want to consider keeping a regular job. Don't think, oh. don't dream too hard. And in other words, uh, dreams suck and give up on life. No, uh, <laughs> you really got to love music to be a part of it, though. If you think that you're just going to jump into music and be like a fucking like rock star all of a sudden, yeah. It's not like that. <laughs> Don't even try it. Don't even try it. Dude, you're yeah. going to put in like 90 hours a week. Like literally. Oh, yeah. That's, and, and, that's what it's like. And your rider could just, your rider could be like you said, ramen noodles, a packet of like uh, uh, chicken dust. Maybe some ketchup packets. Ketchup packets. And, and those and, are, and those you, are free. <laughs> oh, yeah. At certain places. Uh, yeah. Although you, there are a lot of ketchup Nazis <laughs> out there at those stores ketchup now. Ketchup Nazis. Oh, here's another thing. If you guys are in a band or are thinking about being in a band, you ever get a... Uh, don't. Don't. What they just call stop. a Just rider? stop right now. Really? <laughs> no, what? I'm just kidding. What 
<laughs> if you ever get a rider and you have to make a rider for a tour or whatever, oh, yeah. and you hand it to them, always put something really crazy in it. Just to see if they'll go that far. Oh, like getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a crazy like thing my, on a normal <laughs> aspect. But no, like, seriously, ask them for like three cases of beer. Uh, oh. And if they do it, then you know that you have been taken care of. <laughs> or something, you know, a little out there. Like, like I think, what was it, like Combi Christ? They asked for like a, like a, uh, uh, escort. Or something like that. Oh, really? Come. I think it's something like weird like That's that. That's fucking funny. I've seen some other ones. Like Foo Fighters did. Uh, they had like a like a rider that was like a, a questionnaire. And it had like connect point A and B. <laughs> and like math problems. And how much ice is supposed to be in a bucket. <laughs> and like that what is more acceptable, the, the water or the ice. And it's like makes you circle one of them. Like but, it's ridiculous. No, I, but I heard the reason they do stuff like that mm-hmm. was because a lot of times promoters won't pay attention to the writer. Right. So they're ju- they're just doing that. To, like if the promoter reacts pays attention and reacts to it, then we know that their the promoter actually gives a shit and everything else right. needs to be handled. And if you guys don't know what a writer is, just to fill you guys in, I know we're talking about it like you do, but a writer is basically what you want and request to have ready before you do the show. Yeah. Uh, that writer can be used specifically to the person who manages the tour and then works with all the different venues that you would work or you would play at. Typically, most writers aren't even read. Oh, so yeah. They're you're lucky to get anything. And if that one golden goose gives you that fucking <laughs> midget stripper or whatever the fuck it is, then you're fucking golden. Golden, golden. But, golden. Uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, I think it's that time, Mike. Horror shot! All right, guys, so the moment you've all been waiting for. We had discussed about doing a contest the past two episodes, and the first episode we had about two people contact us, so I pushed hard. I pushed real hard. Yeah, it was like getting I backed fu- some people up against yeah. a wall. Like getting that them. one fucking piece of shit out, let, you know? You're, you're just fighting that turd on the john. Hey, man, you would think that giving away free seat or free DVDs it would be easy, but it's really not. People are like, DVDs? What? Yeah, like, what is this? It's not a Blu-ray. I've Whatever. never even heard of a DVD. <laughs> what? I was born two days ago. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, we did a contest for the Kurt Cobain Horror Shot. Yeah. Uh, you are here at the home of the Horror Shot, oh. by the way. Hashtag Horror oh, really? Shot or Horror Shots. Oh, oh, oh. Um, but yeah, Kurt Cobain. We came up with the idea. Mike came up with the idea oh, that we should do we a did. Kurt Cobain I'm shot. the smartest guy in the room. You did a really good job. That was <laughs> a very, great... I, I appreciate it. That totally caught me off very guard, good. dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we had some people fill out some stuff and uh, comment in the comment section. I think that this went well enough that we'll probably be doing this again. Oh, other kind of and, like shots for... Uh, yeah. Like we'll do it like maybe like once a month, maybe. Yeah, because I have, I have all these really shitty movies that I don't watch. Yeah, I, totally. That I want to uh, give away. I'm going to read you guys some of the ones that, that, that people had sent to us and tell you about it. So we're going to give them some shout-outs here. And then what we're going to do, we picked out two. Yeah. And then we're going to drink both of these types of shots. Mm. And then we're going to pick a winner out of the two. Ooh. Ooh. So we don't know yet. Oh, don't know. We almost did a... We were thinking about doing like a hat trick, like where you pull the names out and pick out the different types. <sighs> but we were like, I don't know. It yeah. just seemed weird. And yeah. I felt... If you guys didn't Plus, win, dude, come on. 
Like yeah. we we tried to pick out the best that we could feasibly make versus cleverness versus I hate this but I'll drink it anyway. <laughs> but here let's go to the first one. Adam let's, Barbie sent let's do this. He said try this. Vodka in a shot glass with Tabasco sauce and cracked pepper. Um, the Tabasco sauce would be basically blood and the cracked pepper would be gunpowder. Then drip Bailey's on the top of the shot. Call it Kurt's final shot or blowback. Sounds disgusting. That was Adam Barbie. Shout out. We got Shogi Bear. Uh, he wrote Trigger Toe Double Shot. It's called Trigger Toe. It's called double. It's a double shot of one foot cock whiskey <laughs> into a pint of Guinness Blonde. That was Shogi Bear. Then we have uh, Don't Go Down That Road Horror Podcast. Oh, shit. that wrote us. I think I think I I told them that it'd be fun just if they came up with them. Either way, nice. Um, but they did it, which is awesome. Uh, it says it's called Never Mind on the Ooh. Wall Shot. Oh, Karen. It's uh, one part vodka, spicy vodka if can, <clears throat> one part spicy V eight juice. Pinch of gunpowder or black pepper. Definitely not doing gunpowder. Uh, shot glass would be an empty shotgun shell. Well, you're in luck, buddy. If we choose yours, we already have the shotgun shell. You glass. got it, man. So, um, but that was from uh, Don't Go Down That Road uh, Horror Podcast. If you guys want to check them out, you should. We also have someone on SoundCloud by the name of Marsha Miller. She came up with she calls it smells like teen spirit. It is two shots of fireball and two shots of vanilla vodka, <laughs> which if you don't get the joke there, fireball and vanilla vodka are kind of pussy. Yeah. They're kind of like, you know, the like teenager drinks, right? Like, hey, man, I just started drinking last week. Right. <laughs> Let's do some shots of fireball. So that's pretty clever, I guess. I like that. Yeah, I dig it. Let's see. Uh, we got the rape me shot from Derek Conrad. Uh, it says a shot of coconut rum, a splash of coconut milk, Ooh. and a drop of grenadine in the middle for color. Yummy, yummy. Shoot and enjoy the rape. <laughs> but that's from Derek Conrad. Shout out. We also have one from the Laughing Horror Cast. Uh, if you guys don't know them, you can follow them at laughing underscore horror on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, sorry I didn't get the uh, don't go down that road, but we'll link everything in the comments. Pretty much. Um, but this one's called the Cobain or the liquid heroin with a twist. Mm. It's 1.5 ounce of Jägermeister, 1.5 ounce of Rumplemints. Tasty. Add Pepto Bismol for texture <laughs> and grenadine for color to represent brain matter. Uh. Says uh, sick, twisted, impossible, delicious. I wouldn't know though. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got another one from the band Viscera Drip. That's V I S C E R A drip. Dude. Yeah. Oh, it's cool, man. Right it's on, a buddy man. of mine. Oh, right on. Uh, well, I know him through the industry. We've hung out like a time, actually. <laughs> he came up with the shot, I Hate Myself and I Want to Die, which is actually a Nirvana song. Oh, okay. I think it's on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. <laughs> uh, but this one is a shot, half a gram of crushed poppy seeds, one Tums cherry flavored, and a splash of Penny Royal Tea and Seagram's VO whiskey. Hmm. And that's it, guys. <laughs> So, so yeah, we're we gonna... decided that we were going to pick two, and we we did this for a multitude of reasons. Um, Mostly alcoholism. We're not going to. Exp- we don't have to explain ourselves. 
Yeah, fuck, well, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I don't, and I don't. I don't care about our fan base. You guys can all suck a dick in hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Thank you guys all. Yeah. for doing that. Pretty much. Honestly, it's in the spirit of fun anyway. Well, yeah, dude. And much. we're just trying to have some fun, and we really, really greatly appreciate it's you guys very contributing. Cool. Very cool. Um. So, without further ado, what we're gonna do now? We're gonna pick the two. We're gonna announce yeah, the two for sure. And we're going to take both the shots. Oh, snap. So we're giving two of these shots a taste. Yeah, yeah. We figured that'd be fair. And then we're going to pick the winner of the two. The chicken dinner. So, drum roll for the two. That sounds like a fart. (laughs) (laughs) So we go ahead and we're going to go ahead and pick Adam Barbie and Marsha Miller. Oh, yeah. So Adam Barbie, again, to remind you guys, vodka, Tabasco sauce, cracked pepper, and then drip Bailey's on top. It's called Kurt's Final Shot or Blowback. And then, of course, on Marsha Miller, we got the Smells Like Teen Spirit. It is two shots of Fireball and two shots of vanilla vodka. We thought that was pretty clever because yeah. she didn't have to explain it. Yeah. Somehow. I, I just understood it just based on the ingredients. Well, actually, I think I picked Adams first because he was the first one to do the pepper oh. as the, the buckshot. Okay. So I thought that was like, <laughs> had to give him that. But let's see here. So we got, God, dude, I am not looking to fireball, dude. This is not my idea. Hold, hold on, hold on. I got to record this. Yeah, please do. All right. So we're we're pouring in half, half a shot. Here we go. There's a half a shot. <clears throat> well, it's fireball, dude. Oh, God, I hate fireball. The only good thing like, about it. I really hate fireball. So just so you guys know, we wanted to also pick one that would make us squirm a little bit. And the brain one was actually pretty good. All right. So the first one we're doing is Marshmallows, which is the Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. And then we got Pinnacles Whipped Cream. So it's kind of like vanilla. Might as well. It's all teen spirit. All right. Cheers, brother. Smells like rape. Cheers. (laughs) Smells like teen spirit. Ha ha. You did it first. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't do mine yet because I have taste. It's not too bad, actually, the aftertaste. But okay. it's kind of like a party in your mouth and you just don't know what is going on. And nobody's coming? I'm videotaping while we're, we're talking here. You actually switched it in your mouth? Oh, dude. That's God. that's some... that's you're, you're dr- No, 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 don't use that. Don't use that. We only have so much of that regular oh, vodka. I was going to chase it with vodka. No, hell no. I could chase it with tur- turpentine or yeah. fucking bleach. <laughs> It'd be better so than what do you think of that? Just just go ahead. Like, if we had to score it. Um, a scale of 1 to 10. Um, I don't know what to think. It's gross. It's kind of like... It mixes, I guess. But we use whipped cream because we couldn't find the fucking vanilla. And I didn't want to buy a $20 bottle of fucking vanilla. So I was like, fuck it. She'll understand. Um, okay, so let's... Do we want to do another one? Of the same one or the yeah. different one? Because she said two shots. Oh, d- what's the other one we got to do? Well, we didn't even do one shot. I did one of shot. Of each. She said two shots. Oh, a double barrel. A double barrel. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Okay. So we got to we gotta fucking... <clears throat> we got to honor... It's cool. I don't want to, like, be able to walk later. Yeah, no, no, no. We're going to go see Blair Witch after this and throw up in the theater from uh, the camera shaking so much. All right, here, one more. Marsha, we hate you and love you at the same time. 
Okay. So now we're going to do the next shot. God, dude. I'm sweating. Like, I'm, I'm, I, like, want to puke. Oh, dude, that, that really set me back. That really set me back. I'm sweating because it made me want to throw up. <clears throat> I'm being a pussy about it, but I just, I hate Fireball that much. Okay, so, Adam Barbie! Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, you didn't even shoot your other one? <laughs> oh! oh! I have been suffering because of, oh my god. Just don't let it hit the back I, of your throat. I, Just dude, go it, right it, down, dude. Dude, fucking fireball is... It's like... It's disgusting. Someone was out with me the other night. I was out, and they were like, Yeah, you want to do fireball shots? Yeah, and I was like, No, hey, hey, you want to go punch me in the face and <laughs> kick me in the nuts? Sounds hey, like fun. Hey, hey, am I uh, older than 12 years old? <laughs> All right, go ahead. Do it to it, buddy. I'm going to do it. Well, do it. Just do it. Do it. Don't think about it. Stop. Come on, do it. Don't puke. <coughs> oh, trash can over there. Trash can over there. Don't throw up here. Go over to the trash can. I mean it. Don't throw up on the floor. Dude, don't know. <laughs> he puked a little. <laughs> I don't want to watch this, but I want to watch it. <laughs> should should we keep this in? I don't even know what to do. Like, you want me to get you some water? No, he didn't. Keep filming, <laughs> so, so, dude. He's a true director right here. This is good radio. <laughs> this is quality radio here, folks. You've you've tuned in live to the pu live puking of Michael Marsh. Just turn your dial to, oh my god, this is disgusting, and you found us. So yeah, our first live puking. Alright, so we're, uh, we're back uh, from some heavy editing. I don't know how much of it we're going to keep. Yeah. Uh, so vomiting is this thing that I do sometimes. <laughs> it's like Would a, you drink Fireball? It's like a hobby. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's uh. pretty bad, dude. Dude, Fireball sucks, dude. Yeah, I, well, I, wait till we drink this. Hopefully yeah, that it, won't it, trigger it again. Dude, whoever invented that, man. It's yeah. All right. So Mike's back in action. We're going to go ahead and try Arden Barbie's shot to just confirm. Uh, vodka, Tabasco sauce, cracked pepper, drip Baileys on top. Oh, my God. That's the worst part. I forgot that. You forgot the Baileys, man. Yeah, we got to put the Baileys on top. Just Pretty, a drip. Oh, yeah. Just a drip. Oh. Just a t oh god, yeah. Uh, all right, is this gonna be another puke? I'm not gonna say I'm gonna throw up, but uh, no, you're not. Stop thinking about it. I, I, f I feel pretty good so far. Stop thinking. We're not okay. even gonna video. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go with this. All right, Adam, you motherfucker. If you did this to us, you piece of shit. Fuck you, Adam. Marsha. We're we're coming for you. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, cheers. Cheers to the blowback or Kurt's final sh final shot. Don't smell it, fuck it. Let's just do it. I don't want to fucking throw up, dude. Alright? One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Do it, motherfucker. Oh. Yeah, that's bad. That's severely bad. Oh, God. All like, I can taste is Tabasco. All I can taste is a... Uh, a puke? Uh, <laughs> bad, bad life choices. <laughs> Dude, 
Okay, guys. <laughs> so, now we're going to decide the winner. Okay. Are you okay? You're not going to puke again? <laughs> I should. If you, if, if you want me to puke for, for the sake of the show, I, no, I can do it. No, fuck no. We're not puking. <laughs> so, who do you think wins? I think we're going to have to go with Marsha. I mean, that's my vote. Um, which one is that? With the one where the fireball? Saying, yeah. And the reason why is because you puked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you can make a shot that makes you vomit, <laughs> like I'm, I, I, I got some respect for you. <laughs> <laughs> so there it is, Marsha Miller. Thank you so much. Hell yeah! We that's appreciate awesome. you with your smells like teen spirit. Welcome to the channel. We hope you stick around. And we hope that the vomiting didn't detour you from the wonderful entertainment that we provide. Uh, not just puking, uh, hopefully. Uh, but yes, thank you for coming by and participating in something. And thank you to all the contestants who get it. If you guys listen to our show, just remember, we might, we're going to do this in a month from now. So we're going to do it again. And uh, we're going to give out some free shit. Because that's yeah. the kind of guys we are. Hell yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. All right, so that's it for Horror Shots. And this is it from the news. Here is the fucking news. All right, uh, so what's the news? Uh, some shit on paper, I guess. Oh, there's paper. So paper has been made uh, for the first time ever. Trees have been cut down into yeah. thin slices. Nah, motherfucker, I hate trees. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing a bit of drinking here, guys, so just know. so you know. Please bear with us. Bear with us. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Blair Witch has come out, right? And it's it's not got too many good scores, at least on Metacritic. Oh, I, I heard it. I heard it actually got a lot of good really uh, ra ratings so far. No, it's got it was... a 45 on Metacritic. Oh, uh, really? I'm not to say that I like Metacritic. To be honest, I, I really don't trust Metacritic. Okay. Because you got a lot of fucking... And, and guys, if you feel me on this shit, just give a shout out. Let me know. Oh, yeah. But I feel like Metacritic is a bunch of fucking Numbness. snobby ass fucking bitches. Mm. Like, whoever the fuck it is. Like, uh, first of all, if you're giving a movie a zero... Then quit your job. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's either it like zero to me in my world means that there was black screen. There is no movie that has ever been made that has ever been a, just a zero. Like, come on, man. Like, really? Give it a one. Like, that's the score. That's where the score starts, right? One. So anyway, on uh, Blair Witch has got a 41% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is oh, lower man. than the Metacritic. Yeah. I don't care, guys. We're excited. Well, After uh, we record yeah. this today, we're going to see Blair Witch. Oh, shit. And we're actually going to be taking a break directly after our new release segment to tell you a little bit about the Blair Witch when we get back. We'll give our thoughts on that here afterwards. Oh, but yeah. For other sure. than that, I'm so like there is a Kickstarter. We're going to put the link down in the comments, guys. But it's a, it's called The Conduit. It's an 80s-inspired creature short film. Which is insanely cool. Very cool. Yeah. Like, actually, the trailer from what I watched, it's like the kind of indie goodness that I oh, like. Oh, yeah. They're going to be using a lot of practical effects. 
Which is what they should be doing. They're trying to gain $33,265. But... Hmm. I, mm, I have mixed feelings on that. The conduit follows Andrew, an average guy with a supernatural problem. Every time Andrew falls asleep, his mind opens a portal to another dimension where monsters exist. So kind of like from beyond. Okay. But the sleeping thing's new. Andrew has decided to stay awake with the damage to his mind and body. Here's the behind-the-scenes look at some of the beasts that will be appearing in our film. These monsters will be brought to life by special effects artist Cody Rook. We plan on bringing all the monsters to life via practical effects. Each monster will present an obstacle for our hero during the run, run time of the film. Each monster will have its own distinct, unique personality that will be showcased in the film. And one of them looks like a barracuda with, like, glowing teeth. Then there's, like, a demon, which looks like a little miniature ankle biter kind of guy. <laughs> and then there's, like, a Goliath, which is, like, huge. Actually, they're all really big. If you look at the scale, t- if you look on the page on the Kickstarter, it's got, like, the oh, yeah. little man next to it. So they're all really big. You know what? I watched the video on this Kickstarter, and I got to say, like, uh, the person who's making this is very likable. Oh, cool, cool. And, like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like this could be a really cool thing. It could, it could be for. Uh, I know you haven't seen the trailer. I have not. I mean, I've gone to the Kickstarter page, but I have mixed feelings on Kickstarter stuff. Sure. You Especially know, when it's a little higher price, because well, it could be. Well, let me say this: like, I don't want to knock anyone, but what's the what's the price he's looking for? Uh, I think it's thirty thousand for the whole thing. But thirty thousand. But, but you have to remember practical effects. I shot my first feature film for uh, $2,500. Okay. And my second one for around five grand. Okay. So to have some guy looking for 30 grand or plus. Yeah. Well, yeah. so what do you think about this 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 idea? I mean, it, the, the, the I, 30, I do it, like, they're already at $8,127. Uh, I do like it. I don't think he's going to be able to get the money he needs based on what you're providing. Right. Um, just based on, like, I think the only way you can get that kind of money you need via Kickstarter or, or, or GoFundMe, you need to be a, a celebrity already. A, a, did you see a, a per- perpetrator? Well, what's the band called? Perpetrator? Perturbator? Uh, yeah. They're involved, right? Um, I don't... Does it say that? I think they are. Cause they, Wait, is Perturbator in this? <clears throat> I think so. Because that's badass, dude. That's fucking badass. I don't know that it is, so <clears throat> I don't want to like jump to conclusions. Where did well, you see that? Um, You're right. Dude, it is Perturbator. Straight up, dude. That's awesome. If you guys are uh, <clears throat> fond of kind of the retro wave sort of uh, indie electronic synth wave scene, Perturbator and I would say probably um, Carpenter Brute oh, are man. kind of at the top right now. Uh, there's a lot of really quality bands. I'm not saying anything about that. But if Perturbator has kind of stamped his name on that, <clears throat> that's pretty awesome. So... I don't know. I'm willing to give it a, a chance, and oh, I would for, love, uh, dude, for sure, man. I would sure, love dude. to. Um, I would love to actually interview the director and see what he thinks. He seems like such a super fucking awesome person. Actually, for some of the next news, we have uh, we're going to be doing an interview um, with Fangoria FearCon. Oh yeah, dude. We did a, a, a an interview with Chris. Yeah, dude. And she actually. Uh, 
did it. She was kind enough to invite us down to the Sun Studios, who's owned by Darren, who runs Brain Damage Films. Oh, dude, uh, to sure. do the Fear Con. So Hell we're gonna yeah. go ahead and play a little clip from that right now. We're here with Chris McLennan. And she is the head of FearCon, Fangoria FearCon to be exact. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? Good. Good. I'm the founder and festival director of FearCon, but this year Fangoria partnered up with us and asked uh, us to use their name. So it's Fangoria awesome. FearCon for this year, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing all the horror fans uh, this year. Well, what do you, how did that start? How did that come about? FearCon? Yeah, well, no, oh my just gosh. how you guys, the part, well, let's it go over FearCon. It started in a tiny art gallery like 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that, yeah, let's, yeah. Where did that start? Like, how did it, where were the, the first beginnings of FearCon? FearCon was, uh, well, Jim and I used to attend fis, uh, film festivals all the time. Okay. So, uh, every time we went to a film festival, there were things about it that we liked and things that we didn't like, and sometimes I would bring pillows because they would get pretty boring. So then I would sit there in the film festivals with Jim and go, you know, if I ran a film festival, <laughs> and we started making lists, if I ran a film festival, I'd have this. If I ran a film festival, I'd do this. Uh, and then so one year we said, you know what, let's just do a film festival and just see what happens. you had it all down anyway. We, we knew what we liked and what we didn't mm-hmm. like about film festivals, so we said, well, let's try it. You okay. know, so we did it on a very small scale. Uh, Scott, who at that time owned the Paper Heart Art Gallery. Oh, wow. Ah, he used to go remember? there, actually, myself. Yeah, I love that It was place. just a microbrew slash wine bar. And an art gallery. Yeah, and, and an it was art just gallery. awesome. And they I remember. They did through the wires. Through yes, there. Yeah, yes. I used to go to that. And we used to do shows there for. Um, I think it was Romanticy Cabaret started doing their burlesque okay. shows there. And we started doing that. Then I asked Scott, if we wanted to do a film festival, could we do it here? And he was like, well, you could do whatever you want. You know, they didn't care. And, and the only thing that really stands out in my mind about that is that we forgot that because it's an art gallery and it had windows from the floor, not only to the ceiling, but then it arced over the, the top of the ceiling. It was all windows and glass. So we spent hours with black garbage bags taping it to all the windows because so that they wouldn't have the light so it would yeah. be dark enough to show films <laughs> wow so me and jim and scott and somebody else and we were all taping garbage bags all morning onto the place and, and this was like something thought up as like, does anybody remember the fact that this place is all glass uh and and so that was what stands out for me plus it was our first event and we had a really good time and the place only holds like 80 people yeah, tops. Right, yeah, it's not like that 150 big, yeah. people showed up wow. for the event and we were like wow this could maybe do something so we've been doing it what year was that 2006 in December okay yeah and then every every year or every year and a half or every couple of years because we we didn't feel like compelled to be like, oh, we're gonna do this every year and that's it, you know. But it, so it's like, if we wanted to do it, we did. So we would put out a call for entries and get like a bunch, a bunch of people sending us films. And for us, that was awesome. Right. Because uh, we were working at that time with Brain Damage Films and we and we also worked with another company called Empress Road Films. Okay. There's film distributors. And they said, well, let's do this. Uh, you'll give out awards, best feature, best short, and whoever wins will offer them a distribution contract. So awesome. the thing with independent filmmaking as Mike knows firsthand (laughs) is that when you make a film the chances of it getting distributed are pretty slim slim. you know so and never mind people seeing it it getting distributed worldwide is like almost nil 
Okay. Right. So for these people to bring us their films, their very hard work, their blood, sweat, and tears. Grassroots. And that, grassroots. Yeah. And that they got it financed either on their own or through their friends and family. And so all of our films were way, way, way less than a million dollars. I'm talking... Some people spent $600 to make their movies. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm, one of them actually was a $600 film that actually won Best Short. It was Do awesome. Do you remember which one that was? I think it was Flesh-Eating Ghouls from Outer Space. It was a little puppet film. It was a puppet film. Oh, okay. Was, I'm going to have to look this up. It was, Flesh-Eating Ghouls was amazing. It was so good. And um, so we, that one was actually at the Paper Heart gallery nice. that was like one of the first ones that's really awesome. but so you get these little gem f movies i mean of course all the submissions that you get we have to watch all of them mm -hmm. and then out of all of them we have to choose because at the time uh fearcon was only one day it was a one day event it was only recently that we started doing it as a multi-day okay. event but back then so you can only choose maybe four feature films right. and a few shorts so we show a short and a feature a couple of shorts and a feature and so getting 20 or 30 or 50 films submitted and we'd have to watch all of them and out of all of those that we got choose what's going to show yeah so now this independent filmmaker is getting their film seen and then possibly getting offered a distribution contract which is a dream yeah so it was like a big community inspired event That's we really wanted awesome. everybody involved so we got a lot of merchants involved so we started adding vendors and then we started bringing in celebrities and it just kind of like snowballed so after that did you guys then when was your next one after that well i think it was two years after that we went to chandler cinemas okay i remember that. uh but yeah we did it at, at chandler cinemas mm -hmm. and then we went from there to the madcap theaters for a couple okay. of a couple of our fear cons were at madcap and then we went from madcap to ultra star cinemas offered their theater in scottsdale okay and then the fear farm offered their space in 2014 and that's i think that's where, where mike mike and his band Hardwire, there. yeah. Hardwire played there yeah. at that one. So it went from 80 people in an art gallery mm -hmm. to 16,000 people walked through the FearCon in 2014. That's crazy. Wow. So, that's insane. That is really, that's, that's a, pretty that's big. A, and then a, now FearCon, for this past year, we had uh, a presenting sponsor who was coming in to pay for all of it, and then he passed away. And when he passed uh. away, we lost all of our... I guess I, uh, we lost our incentive to do it because now we had to go scrambling to find someone else to help finance it. Right. Because we didn't want to go out of pocket. You know, we go, when we go out of pocket for the last 10 years, it was pretty deep. Wow. Yeah. So we didn't want to do that again. Put some space between events. Exactly. <laughs> so we ended up postponing the event this year, but then Fangoria came in and at you know at the eleventh hour. That's what I was wondering yeah. about that. And they were How like, "So what do you think? We want to do the FearCon?" And I said, "We only have eight weeks. I'm a little concerned about that." But, you know, if you want to go forward with it, I'll be happy to direct it. And uh, so that's where we are here. It's, um, it's still a FearCon. It's uh, Fangoria as a title sponsor. Sun Studios here where we are in Tempe are the host okay. of the event. So they're uh, allowing us generously to have the building and all of its that's wonderful cool. rooms. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So is there uh, any special things that you can tell us that maybe we could air first on our show? <laughs> okay, well, like a secret maybe that you could get away with. Okay, I think I do have. I have a title of a film that is now. We didn't have the title before. We just got it. Uh, I think yesterday. So we're going to be announcing that. Um, I don't know if any of your people, your listeners, are fans of the show Scorpion. Okay. Okay. Well, we have the one of the guys who plays in the show. His name Ari Steedham. His character is Sylvester Dodd. Okay. On the show Scorpion, he's actually is a performer. He's a film. He's a writer and a director, a filmmaker in his own right, and he is having his directorial debut 
of one of his film of a film that he did is going to debut here. Awesome. On this, I think on the Saturday, Saturday at on the Fearcon. Okay. Ari Steedham's film. It's his directorial debut, and I think that the title of his film is Curse of the Siren is the name of it. Okay. You're the first person I've said that to. Awesome. So, yeah. No, thank you for there, that. Yeah. There are a little tidbit of information that no one else Well, thought. this will but, be put out on Monday, so I don't want to get you in trouble. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so Ari Steedham is going to be here, and then, of course, we've got another 11 or 12 celebrities going to be here, and it's, everything is up on our website of all the celebs. We're also going to have a whole bunch of panel discussions all weekend. Uh, we have VIP all weekend tickets, includes a VIP party, mm -hmm. and then we also have general admission for one day each day. For you each can day. either come Friday or Saturday or Sunday and all those tickets are on sale um, at the Phoenix Fearcon website so phoenixfearcon.com website awesome So what do you think, man? We're, we're excited to go to FearCon. We want to go check it out. We want to meet some of the uh, things. The studio was pretty cool, right? Oh, dude, it, it was very cool. I mean, I, I re I'm really glad that Chris was able to, like, spend the time to talk to us and yeah. give us a heads up on the on the FearCon. And, dude, just you know, the whole grassroots, oh, dude. Uh, yeah, like, man, the way that sure. it made it was, like, made and shit. <laughs> like, like, it just reminds me of, like, a lot of projects I've started out with. And, and not only that, but, like... Uh, the studio, I, I had no idea that Darren from uh, Brain Damage yeah, owned own the place. Right. It's insanely cool. They have like a uh, huge uh, audio studio where they actually record bands live. Oh, dude, And yeah. some of the music they like it's recorded cool. there. Um, they've got like a, one of the largest green room in all of Arizona. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's actually the biggest green, uh, the green screen that you could actually use. Uh, which is saying something because when we walked in, it was like, damn, that is huge. <laughs> like, I was like, she was like, you guys, if you ever want to use this, I was like, fuck yeah, I want to fucking use that shit. <laughs> we may have to do it for the fucking, uh, we're going to be doing some sort of uh, intro video for our YouTube page, I guess. <laughs> I'm pretty which much. Which I'm super excited about. If you guys giant. like the sitcom, it's going to be in line with that. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be right away. Takes time. It takes money. Pretty much. It takes coordination. Pretty much. But anyway, that's it for the news, guys. We're going to get into some of the new releases, and then we are actually going to be heading out to go see the Blair Witch, which is in about 10 minutes. We got to leave. Ah, uh, yeah. So we got to run. <laughs> we got to run. <laughs> what? I'm going to go over some new releases that are going to be coming out in the distant future, so within the next three months. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I did pick up a copy of this movie called The Neon Dead. I have yet to watch it. Okay. It's probably sitting out on my front doorstep right now. Like, no joke. <laughs> um, I ordered it. It's only on DVD. Okay, cool. But The Neon Dead, it just was made. It looks like a really fun attempt at, like, demons. And I huh. love demons, personally. Because you're into Satan. I, I just love demons. I don't know what it is. I like Satan. I think demons is probably my favorite type of uh well i love the movie demons i, I like satan that's probably <laughs> also um and we're gonna shoot out from the furthest like date that has just been released for pre-order down to like pretty much today or well in the near future creep show 2 is going to be put out by arrow on december 13th it's a pre-order right now you can actually go on amazon and pre-order that shit hmm that one I'm I'm actually pretty curious about getting, but the first creep show it's like it's like if they put out this I don't understand I mean like I get like there's probably like licensing rights bullshit oh, okay okay that you have to go through like yeah. a lot of red tape yeah yeah 
But Creepshow 2 is going to be coming out. And I know that Creepshow 1 has already been out on Blu-ray. I think. I could be wrong. But Creepshow 2 is coming out on Arrow on December 13th. We also have, and I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's called Slime City. Oh, what? No, no. There's like a talking head on the ground in front of a bunch of green slime. And I can't remember the details of all of the movie, but I just remember <laughs> he's like dying slowly and falling apart okay. into slime. And he lives in, like, I think it's like a New York apartment. Uh, it's pretty powerful, of course. It's kind of like early inklings of a trauma film. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's not. Like, anyway, Slime City and the sequel, I'm assuming, Slime City Massacre, I haven't seen it, is also <laughs> coming out on December 13th. Can't think of the studio right now, so forgive me on that. A movie I just actually watched called I Am Not a Serial Killer. Remember? Oh, I gotta see that. Yeah. Was it any good? I mean, it's it didn't, like, blow my mind. Um, but, yeah, uh, I Am Not a Serial Killer. It wasn't a horrible movie. I'd probably give it, like, a six or a seven. Oh. How was uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, Doc. <laughs> Doc yeah. Brown? <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Um, it's not bad. Doc did a great job. Christopher Lloyd, whatever. I'm gonna call him Doc because that's how I, everybody remembers him. Um, but yeah, no, it's like he plays this old guy that's kind of like a, um, you suspect to be a killer. Oh, okay. But uh, this other like crazy sociopath kid like befriends him hmm. and you have to determine whether he did it or not. Okay. It's one of those. Also, and this this is kind of a controversial issue, Driller Killer is coming back out on oh, Blu-ray. Oh, dude, that's crazy, man. That's old school. Right. But here's the price tag. And this is coming out on November 29th, oh, by the way, guys. Oh, man. By the way, guys. Uh, it's forty four ninety five. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, if I want to get drilled, I wouldn't have to watch the movie. I mean, first of all, okay, Driller Killer, it is notable. Let's just say that right now. Yeah. It is notable in the horror community. Is it $44.95 notable? Fuck no. Dude. What the fuck are they doing? Have you noticed this trend? Well, the the trend is that... Uh, Screen Factory does like $30 ones, right? Like, okay. I see that oh. all the time. Oh, That's okay. fine. No, yeah, and maybe yeah. some special editions for like $35, $40. But not a fucking, just a regular fucking DVD for $44.95? No, it's, it's, fucking... it's a DVD. Yeah. No, Blu-ray. Sorry. Okay, okay. It is a Blu-ray. Oh, my God. Really? But almost 50 really, bucks, man? Like, Dude, really? Really? Like, no offense on, to whoever man. put the fucking movie together or anything. I'm sure they have no control over it. Yeah. But the studio or whoever bought the rights is trying to milk the fucking crowd, in my opinion. Yeah. I still want to own this, but I'll be goddamned if I'm paying almost 50 bucks for that movie. I know. I, I could get a prostitute for like 45 minutes. For... <laughs> 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 I know. Uh, moving along, Chud... Chud, the original, not the second one, but the Chud, which okay. we talked about in previous episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Chud is coming out November 15th on Arrow. Huh. Uh, Arrow's putting out the creep show as well, but November 15th, they're going to put out the original Chud. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of the first one, but it's been a little while since I've seen it, so I can't say that I hate it or anything, but... So that's coming out, and then Bud, Bud the Chud, the second one, oh, is yeah. coming out soon, too. Cool. So and I think it's by a completely different uh, distributor. Um, we also and just this is just one I picked out for myself. Manhattan Baby, which is a Lucio Fulci film. Oh wow! 
It's about a talisman that uh, this guy goes out to excavate, like, mummies or whatever in the Egypt or whatever the fuck it is. And he finds a talisman in the in the pyramids or something like that. And the kid, like, falls in love with it and steals it, I think. And okay. then, like, all this mayhem happens, like, <laughs> with birds and all kinds of weird shit. But I actually kind of like it. I don't know why. It's just one of those movies that, that, that Lucio Fulci did that I... For some reason, like, kind of want to root for. I don't know. Oh, why. right on. I love, I like Lucio Fulci. He's probably one of my favorite horror directors. Um, he kn- he knows how to, like, find that line and cross it. It's like, he does cheesy so well oh, that yeah. it's tolerable. Like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> Although he did do, I think it was um, Zombie 4. And then somebody took over the, took over the directorial thing. For some um, reason, and there's no there's no real reason why they it happened. Nah. I think it was four or five. I don't re- maybe it was three or four because they tried to make a tr- like a whole series out of it. Oh yeah, off of Zombie Two, yeah, or just Zombie, uh, Lucio Fulci Zombie. They tried to make a thing, and then and then I think he did like uh, another one. But yeah, so that's coming out on Blu-ray October twenty fifth. So, but that's it. That's it for the new releases, guys. And uh, it's time for us. We're going to go and check out Blair Witch, the movie. And then we will be back. We're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about some of the uh, tiny killers. We got pretty shit-faced um, yeah. earlier in the cast. Well, so <laughs> we are recording this the next day. Uh, we actually went to go see Blair Witch, though. So it kind of worked out. Figure we'd kind of talk about that real quick. And then we'll get into the Tiny Terrors. Uh, the full topic of it real quick. Oh, yeah. So, but we went last night and boy, were we shit faced. Um, I was, you were good. Well, I, I, I keep a, I'm like, people don't know how drunk I am. <laughs> I don't even know how drunk I am. I usually get to the point where I black out and then I'm like, I don't even remember what I did the night before because I'm so good at most people. I don't even slur hardly. Wow. If I'm slurring, then I'm up past my bedtime. <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Um, oh, man. So we went out with our ladies and uh, went to the most comfortable theater in the world. Yeah. It was, well, a, it was a nice dig. It was a nice place. I'm glad the theater's still around because I used to go there back in the day all the time. Right. And I went to the, the, the what's that, sci-fi horror convention that uh, Bound is on the uh, the flyer for? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I've. That's where one of my films it's played. It's called the Sci-Fi Horror Festival or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's where they've played the past. Right, Okay. Yeah, well, this theater we go to is like it's the same. It's it's a dollar or two less than the regular price, guys. So like, if you typically pay like seven fifty or eight fifty or nine dollars or whatever, it's like a dollar and a half less. Yeah. So it's like five six bucks like to go and at nighttime even, and they have <laughs> fucking electronic fucking seats that you can lay all the way the fuck back and and like kind of like your own private theater almost. Yeah, it's pretty. It's really fucking slick, man. It's yeah, really cool. dude. But, uh, so what do you think? What, I mean... <laughs> well, gra- granted, I fell asleep during Blair Witch. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I did, dude. Well, I didn't want to say it, dude. The, the problem... One of the problems I had with it, um... With the original Blair Witch... Well, it, not just the original Blair Witch, but generally right. speaking, when it comes to any kind of film... The original Blair Witch, like, it started out with them interviewing people. Right. Like, like oh, what's their Blair Witch? Like, oh, sure. don't go into the woods. So <laughs> it's, it's already setting up the mythos or whatever before they actually even set out to it. Right. And every other film generally does that. You mm. need to have some sort of setup. I didn't feel that this film had any setup. It was just like, we're in the forest now, and things are happening. I kind of ha- agree with you in that sense, but I don't think we needed that. Like, okay. I don't feel like we needed the buildup. 
I wanted it though because it went off the 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 premise that you are a fan of the Blair Witch Project. I okay. guess you know what okay. I mean. I could see that. And, and in a lot of ways, like I feel like it kind of took the same steps. Like almost like if you were walking in the snow and someone followed behind you with okay. a remake. I got you. And you were like taking the same steps. Okay. And that's not a bad thing necessarily because yeah. one, we need to kind of get back into the vibe of it a little bit. Okay. And I feel like what he did at some point. And usually people use the word derailed okay. as a negative. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying he derailed it from... He was like... It was kind of like how... Um, who did The Shining? Kubrick. It was kind of like Kubrick when he was doing The Shining. And he was like... In the middle of the movie, there was like a f- overturned like red VW bug. And oh, like Stephen middle, King middle used to drive to one yeah. of those. And he was like, all right this is where it's my fucking movie now <laughs> and I'm taking it from here. That's essentially what he was saying in his, in his movie. Okay. So, but I'm not saying that when Wingard was uh, Adam Wingard who directed the movie with Barrett, who they work on movies together. They did the guest by the way. Oh wow. Uh, uh, the guest and a few others. I can't think of off the top of my head. Pretty cool. I didn't know that. they're a really good duo. That's cool. Man. Like those guys are really good together. Um, Wingard's like one of the hot new guys because he was doing like the VHS series and like a lot of the. Ah, uh, okay. he was. I think he was at the forefront of that, okay, like putting okay. that idea together. But um, but yeah, Wingard took it and kind of like took it his own way. And by the way, guys, we're not going to spoil anything for you here. One because Mike doesn't remember half of the movie, <laughs> and two because I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, it, it, I'll give you this spoiler: it involves a witch. Okay, a Blair witch. Yes, <laughs> witch. Uh, they showed a lot more of. Oh, wow. Um, more than they did in the first one. I mean, the first one, they never showed anything. Yeah, I, I, I got to see it again. I mean... I, you really should, because I, I will tell you right now, the sound design in that fucking movie is through the fucking roof. Oh, like, dude. it is the most... It is really good. Like, I was so impressed with the noises that they were doing and Shit. how it was feeling in the theater. So if you guys go see it in the theater... I would highly recommend doing that before you get it on DVD. Okay. Or, or Blu-ray or whatever the fuck you want to do. But do it in the theater because I'm telling you, it's so much better. Um, for me, and I know you don't remember because you were sleeping, but I it's suck. okay. Um, <laughs> I, I had to wake him up, by the way, at one point. He started snoring. I, did, I don't remember being woken up. <laughs> I was on one side and his girlfriend's on the other side, or his wife, what yeah. am I saying? His wife's on the other side and we're both nudging him at the same time. So he wakes up, looks both ways, like, what the fuck is going on? And I didn't even know she was nudging him at the same time, So, but we were laughing. But anyway, and then, uh, pickles. So, oh, pickles! <laughs> but anyway, I honestly think that the Blair Witch, in some ways, is much better than the original. Wow, that's crazy. I honestly do, and you know that may be not a hard task for some people to beat. Okay. Because a lot of people don't like the Blair Witch. I, I love the original. It's a piece of history. Period. Oh, it, it, for sure. I mean, it's it definitely not one of the original found footage flicks but it definitely set the groundwork for uh, viral marketing right. online and I think it it, it also um, made like 250 million dollars yeah and it shot over like 8 days for like 50, 60 thousand I know what dude give fuck? me a break dude like are you kidding me and yeah. I'm sure that like Eduardo Sanchez man fuck dude I hope he got a lot of that <laughs> I hope so too dude him and whoever they came up with I, the I, idea I yeah I hope that some gorilla fucking yeah dude but anyway, guys, I honestly think it's at least an eight. 
I honestly think it's an eight. I know that a lot of our friends and listeners and people I've met who are very ADD and they cannot hang on to the suspense and mystery. They think of it as a, why aren't you spending more money to show me what I need to see? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, I can yeah. see people fucking just picking at it for that reason. Dude. But honestly, Adam, you did a fucking great job. Barrett, you're fucking amazing. Both of you guys and everyone that was involved, I think, did a really amazing job. The ending was a little bit of a... Ugh, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm doing the jerk-off motion, but... I didn't like it. I didn't okay. like the end too, too much, but... As a whole, though, I really think it's like an 8 or an 8.5. That's really cool, man. So, uh, and we rewatched the Blair Witch, the original one. Oh, really? And to be honest, I think it lost all its luster for me. You know what I mean? Oh. Like it's a better memory than it is a movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like seeing one of those movies as a kid that like kick, kicks your ass. And then when you get older and you watch it, and you're like, this is a fucking train wreck. Well, and not only that, I mean, you got to remember that that movie inspired so many fucking people. Oh, dude. For so sure. what we hadn't seen with that, which was so fresh, new, and different, yeah, has been redone by so many people who have been fans of the movie. Oh, dude. It, yeah. I mean, I mean, just found footage stuff in general, dude. Didn't you tell me that you did something like that? You were doing it with that fucking Great American Snuff film or whatever, where it was about you were like trying oh, to do like viral yeah. marketing online. Yeah, and shit? we uh, for part of the the marketing for the film we created because the film was about serial killers, right? And uh, I played this serial killer, and Ryan was a, a killer as well. And we created fake websites, uh, and with uh, our marketing team that we worked with, fake serial killer and stuff. And the whole point of the film was you're watching this dramatization of these guys committing their murders. Right. And the path at the end of the film, you're going to watch the real footage of the actual murders. Okay. And it was complete bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I honestly, I really like the movie. I'm definitely buying it, period. That's very like, cool. I don't That's know very why. It's cool. I don't know why. It's got like a 45 on Metacritic and a fucking 41 on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't know where... It's like, I feel like either I'm just into shitty movies or the general public's a bunch of fucking idiots. Like, I just don't get it. It's like they fucking... They push, like, Twilight to the top of the fucking thing and then they put all these other fucking movies that are independent fucking gold mines and they just throw it away because people are like, I need this and I need that. I want to be fucking taken with a wiffle ball bat. (laughs) Anyway, to name something else also, though, guys... I did watch American Horror Story, the new one, the new episode last oh, night. Oh, dude. I'm not really ruining anything for this because it just starts off right away. But, dude, they're doing, literally, and what perfect timing, they're doing a Blair Witch style Really? Movie. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's cool. literally a Blair Witch. Now, I don't know if each episode is going to be like a different story. Okay. Because it's based off the Roanoke um, oh. nightmares or whatever they call it. Well, the Roanoke, the uh, the 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 colony that disappeared yes okay and then there was that tree that said roanoke on it yeah apparently it's roanoke north carolina but there is a roanoke west or roanoke virginia i thought i'm not sure i just i just remember hearing about it yeah back in the day it's i i really like it okay like okay so it had a lot of a couple of jump scares i'm not gonna tell you guys what it is obviously but it had a few jump scares that literally jumped me out of my fucking seat (laughs) and i was like what the fuck oh my god like some of it's a little cheesy, but they're doing it in the sense, and you mentioned this to me last night, and I didn't know you were talking about the okay. show. You said it's done in a reality TV show. It, like a reality TV show sort of thing. What, what are you talking about? Which Well, they have separate actors pretending to be the real people telling the story. As and far then as... they have the, you know, the what do you call them? The people that basically reenact 
the situation, the stories that they tell, you know, when okay. they do those ghost stories? Yeah. They, these are, there's like actual really big actors doing the reenactments. Oh, shit. But it's almost like if you were to cut out all the people out of the fucking uh, telling the story thing, huh. it would just be a show. Huh. So it's weird. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but Dude. I, I'm not against it. It's, I, out of this first episode, yeah. I think it's better than the last two seasons. I got I, I have mixed feelings on American Horror Story. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought uh, Coven was good. Yeah. I, I kind of dug it. Uh, Hotel was cool. Aesthetically, it was I cool. like it aesthetically. Yeah, I think it's go. better than Freak Show, for the, sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it, it, mostly with American Horror Story, it's all about, you know, what's the most fucked up weird thing that we can show and get right. away with on TV. It doesn't, like, they're less concerned with story and character development and more concerned with just, like, Sex and blood, and they're doing something different this time. Okay, man. I I'm telling see you, it. you need to check it I'm out. I'm gonna check it out. It dude. may not be perfect, what you're hoping. Okay, but I'm just saying. But like, I still want to see it. It, it. It's worth a watch. Okay, I'm gonna go to shot. So, but now let's. We're gonna after talking about all that thing, uh, all those things. Um, let's get into our main topic, which is tiny terrors. Tiny terrors. Tiny ankle biters. Yeah, I mean, I think mm. I don't know if it's like. If you guys know what we're talking about, when we say tiny terrors, we're talking about little things that attack you in horror movies or other <laughs> movies that may, like, make you freak out. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that, like, it seems kind of trivial, like, maybe you aren't really thinking about it, but there's a lot of films that involve... There's a ton. Like, involve dolls, right. gremlins, or, you know, uh, leprechauns, or, sure. or, or fucking uh, irreverent, like, sex toys attacking <laughs> you. Oh, you know what? Actually... Oh, Killer Condom! Yeah, Killer Condom. <laughs> you got, like... Uh, we're, we, by the way, before we started recording this, we were like, fuck, we're, we were, like, trying to think of all these different fucking movies that we were doing it, but we were also talking about, like, what is the reason that people are are scared of little things that are attacking them? I don't know, dude. What do you think? What's your opinion? Because I don't know. I think, I think it's personally because... I, I'm trying to, like... Think of times when I was a kid yeah. watching specific movies, and we'll get into those movies here in a little bit, but certain movies just... I Well, I'm just going to say the first movie that I can think of that really scared the piss out of me and really left a mark, a stain in my memory. A stain in your uh, A shitty fucking little tiny streak in my fucking memory. <laughs> a tiny terror streak. Um, was Trilogy of Terror. Oh, wow. That movie, man, which I don't like... The other two stories that are in it, okay, because it's an anthology of yeah, three yeah, stories, yeah. or the one I can't, I think it's like the second story. Okay, the second story in the movie is about this woman who picks up a Zuni fetish doll, which is this like dark-skinned kind of wooden doll that has sharp teeth, like sharp white teeth, okay, and a spear in his hand and a knife in another okay. or something. I, I can't remember if the knife's in, but the knife in is I don't remember if the knife was there or not, but the um, the little guy has like a chain around his belt. Okay. Is around his waist. And he's wearing like almost like a Hawaiian out get up. Like, you know, <laughs> like he's got this like hula uh, skirt. The grass skirt or hula, like skirt? A hula skirt? Yeah, yeah, grass skirt. It's yeah. like a grass skirt. Yeah. But he's got like this long hair, sharp fucking teeth. And um, the, he has a chain around his back or stomach. And she's like buys this for her, her uh, boyfriend who's a doctor. Okay. And he's a professor at a school. She buys this for him because she wants to buy him some sort of like curiosity, like some cool thing. Okay. And it says on the note in this scroll that she reads, and she's like talking to her mom, and it says the bear, this this is a Zuni fetish doll. He is a Zuni warrior. Um, if you remove the belt, then he will basically come to life, essentially. Huh. But when this thing goes fucking buck wild, dude, 
Like, it is the scariest fucking shit. We've talked about it, I think, in another oh, dude, we, episode. We sure did. We sure did. Um, but I just want to bring it up again because I fucking love this movie. And even if it's just that 15 or 20 minutes in the fucking movie or 30 minutes or whatever, yeah. it's fucking 30 minutes of gold, dude. That's awesome. Uh, but it's screaming. It's like... <laughs> like, and it's just never-ending fucking coming at you, dude. It scared me, man, like, really bad. So I think... I think it's the fact that we don't really look at our feet so much. Oh, that's what you think it is? Well, they can get into a places that we don't normally look. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, not necessarily that we don't look at our feet, because we do look where we're walking. <laughs> but <laughs> we, we're, we we're more focused up on a higher level. Yeah. So anything that's like, can get under a bed, hide in a little you know, cabinet, or anything, it's like, it's harder to find. Yeah. It's like trying to find your keys, only the keys <clears throat> are trying to kill you. <laughs> no, you could be right, man. I I've never been like I'm I'm not scared of, of clowns. Right, clowns. You're saying that I know clown. I could give a flying fuck about clowns. I could give a flying fuck about dolls. If if a doll wanted to come to life and attack me, I would literally just sit on it, stick it right up my ass. I don't give a fuck. Oh man, you need to watch Trilogy of Terror, dude. I may change your mind. Go but, back in time, put that in front of yourself, and make yourself watch it. Uh, but I, I I love the concept though for that kind of reason because they I, I get what you're saying. They're kind of small. They can kind of you know get between the cracks and. Uh, they're kind of innocuous because it's just a doll. It's not a big deal. It's just kind of chilling out. It's not going to get you until it comes alive. He's drinking some Fireball. Dude, this is all we have right in front of me, and I didn't want to go away. So Mike yeah. drank the rest, last of the vodka. Um, I'm not going to drink Fireball. I have I have standards. <laughs> well, let's, let's go. Let's get into more movies. Like uh, sure. Well, what? Uh, I mean, you you're you're really not scared by anything little. No, dude, not really. Uh, the only thing that really, really, truly scares me, like, Jason Voorhees doesn't fucking scare me. Michael Myers could go fuck, go fuck himself. I'm going to say uh, Freddy Krueger, like, he could scare me because eventually you have to go to sleep. Although, like, I probably would want to hang out with Freddy because I dig the guy. Dude, he I, likes I, little kids. Well, yeah, well, I was going to say, outside of fucking kids... <laughs> But like, hey, bro, I, I respect your like yeah. your boundaries, but I, I appreciate that you're scary, but you're kind of a fucking creep, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. But yeah, a ghost get me because you can't escape a ghost, man. Well, see, for me, little people. <laughs> Sounds so wrong. <laughs> little terrors, tiny terrors, tiny little ter- fucking creatures or whatever. They're tiny. Tiny. It's somewhere in between ghosts, which is the scariest to me. Yeah, ghosts. And then are it's like tiny things like that. Like, I don't, like, Christina got a doll from her grandmother that she uh, has had for, like, since the 1800s or some oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's um, possessed. And it's fucking creepy. It's a demon. It's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? Like, it's if possessed. I was sleeping in a room and there was that little fucking doll in the corner fucking staring at me while I was sleeping and scratching my nuts, <laughs> I would fucking freak out. Like, I would not want it there staring at me, plotting to kill me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. Or be you... my friend to the end. Heidi <laughs> <laughs> ho! Heidi yeah. ho! Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 little things just don't scare me, man. Like I'm, I'm more of like scared of ghosts. But right. that just because, like, dude, if need be, even though the, the little things are small, I can still fucking just pick it up and throw it down the garbage disposal. Yeah, but, but what if they don't die? Like, and they just put themselves back together whenever you kill them, uh, and they just keep coming at you and they keep stabbing you. Because you know what? In that fucking trilogy of terror movie, it keeps stabbing. It keeps coming. Oh, she tries to put it in a suitcase. 
and it cuts the fucking suitcase open. And she's like trying to stop it from cutting it so it can get out. And she's like cutting her fingers up and everything. Oh my god, it's fucking brutal, dude. You need to watch that, dude. I, I, I'm I, gonna watch. I, I I can't believe I have not seen it. I'm a bad horror nerd. I am not very good. That's well, probably the scariest fucking one to me. And maybe everybody else thinks it's ridiculous, but well, I remember having specific dreams about that. That and the gate. Oh, the gate. Let's get into that, dude. Uh, the gate is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, dude, well, not really phenomenal. It's, okay, not phenomenal. No, it's phenomenal. It, it just bring, <laughs> brings back memories, man. Dude, I that mean, was the most creative fucking movie I, I had seen in a while. Oh, I dude, was... any, any, well, it, well, there's a couple things. First of all, I used to make model rockets when I was a kid. Right. And launch them. So that movie had model rockets in it. Right. I kind of dug that. Not only that, but. And that relates to every kid, sort of, in that time. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. And also, like, the, uh, playing the album with the, the, the lyrics backwards, isn't that what it was? Oh yeah, they play the fucking metal album backwards. Yeah, because I'm a big Ven- that's a trope. I'm a big Venom fan, right? And uh, that's Venom, right. Venom has an album where uh, it's called "Welcome to Hell," where they have uh, there's a, one of the songs where it has a bunch of like lyrics that are backwards, just like that. What was the fucking band that had that though? That had the issue where they were talking about playing it backwards. It was like the devil. There was like a, I remember it on the news. Like they literally put that shit on the fucking. Oh, news. I don't know. It, like a. a, a you mean the band was saying like this is no 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 the band wasn't saying it but other people were saying they're like don't buy this album if you play it backwards it's like the devil oh I have no idea it's probably fucking and they put it on the news dude like that's how crazy things have changed oh I know since we were kids I know dude but yeah the gate go ahead man I'm sorry no no the the gate is cool man it's just like it it, it's it's fucking weird I mean these kids they have this this portal to hell in their backyard this is this tree fall over and it opens up this hole Mm -hmm. and then. Somebody like they need to make a sacrifice based on the the album lyrics. So right. the dog dies, and they throw the dog in the hole. Yeah, just so coincidentally. Yeah, and it and it creates these little tiny like clay creatures that come out, the stop right. motion creatures. It's really cool. Dude, those man. things were freaky, man. When I was a kid, like I I just thought about them. They're like. <laughs> what what really scared me more than the fucking little golem creatures was the dead corpse guy in the wall. That was pretty freaky. That bothered me. That part didn't freak me. What scared me was the part where uh, his friend, the Terrence kid. Okay, yeah. The one with the buck teeth. He, like, they go in the closet. They're hiding in the closet for some reason, and Terrence comes out. Oh, yeah. And he's, like, biting his arm or whatever. Like, that freaked me out. Like, that scared me. Oh, dude. I remember the part where the guy has the the eye on his hand. I didn't even want to go to closets because of that. (laughs) Like, when I was a little kid. But you eventually came out of one, so it works out. But remember, Zing! <laughs> but remember the one where he stabs a, his hand? Yeah, he stabs the eye. Isn't it a... Oh God, there's a famous guy in that movie. It was one of the kids. Was it Brad Dourif as yes, a kid? Yes, Brad Dourif. Wow, Brad Dourif. He's yeah. fucking phenomenal. Dude, and... For a talking, kid, yeah, that's acting? Oh, that was dude, pretty good. and talking about Brad Dourif... What? Another uh, Tiny Terror. No, it wasn't Brad Dourif. It was Steven Dorf. Oh, Steven Dorf. There you so go. So it's similar. Yeah. Dorif. Dorf. <laughs> Okay. But Steven Dorf. Yeah, he's the one. He was also in Blade. Oh, yeah. He was the bad guy in Blade. Um, but yeah, Steven Dorf was a pretty good kid. Like a good... Uh, he was also in So Fucking What? Oh, dude! Which he I gave me to borrow, actually. I, I, have you, I, think I haven't watched it in a while. It's, yeah. It's not I have bad. bought so many movies now. Like, I'm, on, I'm like trying to like... Oh, yeah. Like, almost military like style <laughs> watch these fucking movies It's like now. you wake up in the morning, you look at the clock I and it's... Gotta like fucking job. watch the movies. Gotta watch the movies. <laughs> But yeah, the gate. I actually saw the gate too in the theater. Oh, as a, as did I. Yeah, did you really? It was. Fantastic. I don't know many people that did. I did. I saw it at uh, I saw it at Westridge. I remember seeing it with my friend Leslie, uh, who I went to 
to I went through school with all the way up to high school. Okay. So it's so weird, like thinking about it. I haven't thought about him in so long. I want to. I want to see it again. I there remember was nobody it, in the theater. It was just me and him. I, I I I remember seeing it. Like I think I saw part of a double feature. One of my friends bought fucking Gate One and Gate Two for literally like six bucks. Oh, Do fuckers. you know that Gate Two on DVD is so fucking rare, and they had a copy. Dude, that's crazy. It's called the Fisher in France, by the way. <laughs> the gate is called the Fisher, meaning the cave or whatever. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah Dude, I, I want to fucking see it again. If man. you guys haven't seen the gate or Gate Two, even like some pe- it's it's up in the air for some people who like the Gate Two. I personally liked it. I remember having a good time at the theater. Right. It wasn't something where they uh, they 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 were able to create like money and cars and things, but it really turned into shit. Right. That's all I can remember. Is it just there's stuff turning into shit? Yes, it literal <laughs> shit, like literal shit. Uh, there's some really funny stuff in there, and like I kind of wish Brad Dorf came back, but Terrence I think did a good job. Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. God damn it. <laughs> it's all good, man. Motherfucker. Uh, what other movies do we have? I mean, what? There's there's a couple. I mean, we could. All right, let's just say it because. What's his name from fucking Full House or Full Moon? Full Moon. <laughs> Full ha- All right, the alcohol's kicking in. Full Moon uh, Productions. Charles Band, dude. Charles Band, dude. Almost everything he is he the did, Tiny Terrors King. He is the king of that shit, man. He and, really is. And, and it, it, it's fun, dude. I I love Full Moon movies. Yeah, no, I mean I miss them in a way, just yeah. like I miss Troma in a way. Yeah. Like, it's not the same for me, and I'm sorry if you guys are big fans of those. Well, I'm not saying that it's not good. It's I, just I've I've grown... I've watched so many. I may yeah. have, like, choked myself out <laughs> with, like, Troma and Full Moon movies. I think I think I like Full Moon better than Troma. Oh, I do. Uh, Troma does have its moments. Like, sure. uh, uh, Tromeo and Juliet, totally cool. I think Troma kind of, like, opened the door in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think Full Moon at the time was just... When we when when we used to rent movies before yeah. we could really buy them because they were like eighty fucking dollars a piece. Oh yeah, dude. Or two hundred dollars a piece. Like or, yeah, whatever. early on, there was full moon and it was like it was all about my teens. Yeah, it was all about like I got a full Saturday, nothing going on, full pizza to me. I'm gonna get fat as fuck and drink Dr Pepper <laughs> and eat pizza. And I'm gonna watch all these goddamn trauma films or all these, you know, Charles Band, sure. full moon flicks. Dude, Charles Mann, and we were talking about this. We don't know what happened to him. He's still but, around. He like he does. Like I said, I would love to do an interview with him. Oh, I would. I would love to do him for an interview. <laughs> for an is interview. This your new, uh, is this for the year? Next year? <laughs> but uh, we probably could. I mean, honestly, I thought Jeffrey Combs was your one for this year. Oh, uh, Combs is my uh, my my one. <laughs> He's your go to. He's your go to bitch. No, but uh, yeah, we got to talk to uh, Chris from Trans City more because uh, she does a thing with Charles Band every year. Uh, we need to. Yeah, so I mean, if, I would love. If she brings him back, we could go talk. I to him. would love to talk to him. Charles Band has done a lot, <clears throat> uh, probably the lion's share of Tiny Terror oh, movies. Oh, dude, for sure. So he wait, may not have done the most notable, but he's done so many notable ones. I, I think so. I think he's. I think he's a top tier in regards to that. I would agree. Yeah, I think that maybe perhaps that's what he was scared of. Maybe we got like a uh, demonic toys. Yep, we got demonic toys. Uh, Doll man, subspecies. Subspecies. Um, God, what were these, some of the other ones, man? Uh, there was skull heads later on. Uh, there was. Uh, let's see, we got puppet master, oh, which puppet is master. like Charles Band's like oh, that, that is tiny terror's opus. Oh yeah, dude. I would say that's Beethoven's fifth. Yeah, Charles that's Band's like fifth. for Charles Band. Yeah, because puppet a... master had what like eight movies. Oh yeah, for sure. 
That was a good one, man. I enjoyed that. Demonic Toys always kind of was like my second favorite of the little ones like that. Um, I think that was probably one of my favorite, Charles. Secondary favorite. Okay. Man. But there was Puppet Master. Like, the first two, I remember, were really kind of scary to me. And then the, the rest kind of started getting a little weird. Oh, uh, kind you of. Know, like, they were just like, yeah, just make a movie. <laughs> oh, there's dolls on it. So, so it's Puppet Master? Yeah, we, we already know that they like the first two. We'll just keep milking it. <laughs> and they did milk it. Boy, did they milk the shit out of that. Until fucking dust came out. Like, I, I, I think there's a couple of, there's literally a couple of Puppet Masters that I haven't seen. Oh, like they're probably two, the last two, maybe. I'm not sure. I I, I just know I, I remember being younger, digging on the first couple. Right. Liking it. I, just, I really have vivid memories of, like I said, pizza, Dr. Pepper. Right. Fucking VHS. Cinemax. 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 I bet you it was Cinemax, yeah. Because <laughs> I think Cinemax at the time was playing a lot of those. I, I meant like the porn on Skinemax. Oh, Skinemax. <laughs> yeah, that was like 11 o'clock at night. Maybe 12. <laughs> Really, uh, really bad Bo Derek films. <laughs> I saw Lair of the White Worm on that. Oh, really? On, on, on Skinamax. <laughs> which it had like kind of like a sex scene. I was like kind of advanced for my age at the time. Uh, Lair of the White Worm, though. Yeah, that was a weird movie. Wow, dude. I don't think it was a good movie, but I kind of want to get it just because of the whole jerk factor. <laughs> no, I didn't jerk to it, but it just is one of those jerk kind of moments, I think. <laughs> You're like, I could, but eh. <laughs> eh. Uh, pickles pickles <laughs> another movie that was kind of around the times of the Charles Band movies but it wasn't a Charles Band movie yeah it was actually kind of had a pretty good budget it was called Dolls oh Stuart dude Gordon oh dude it's actually not bad I really dig it dude it's it's kind of childish like it's it's like they don't go too far yeah but yeah, I thought it was really fucking cool and we kind of talked about this before, but it does one of these things that, like, okay, let me say it like this. Okay. There's certain films that have elements that I really attach myself sure, to. Sure, yeah, yeah. That I really, really dig. And that has a lot of those elements. For some reason, I have no fucking clue. Like it a was bunch really of- creepy because when they were break, like, there was, like, these porcelain doll dolls. Yeah. Porcelain doll dolls. Like, what the uh, fuck uh, did I say? But there was these porcelain dolls, and when they were hitting them over the face to get them off of them from stabbing them. Oh, was smashing them it, or whatever. They had, like, these black, oozy faces oh, underneath, yeah. like, these, like, really weird creatures. So it was, like, there was another layer. It wasn't just dolls, which are made out of porcelain and fucking stuffing. Yeah. It was fucking, like, creatures, like, inside of them, almost like Tommyknockers or whatever the fuck they're called. Oh. I just liked it. it, it one of the elements that I liked about it was... Uh, I really dig the, and it's so such a cliche fucking trope for horror films, but I love it so much. What? You know, random people finding themselves in a fucking abandoned house in the middle of nowhere. With some old people that are <laughs> fucking weird. I know. I just really dig it for some reason. But uh, yeah, dude, fucking, and, and not only that, but Stuart Gordon is hands down one of my favorite directors outside of maybe, you know, uh, Carpenter. Well, the, 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 the indie three, in my opinion, for those kind of movies is Stuart Gordon, Frank Hennelotter. Brian Yuzna. So those are the, the, the three. Yeah, he, he directed uh, the uh, Bridery I Manor, didn't he? I think so, yeah. I think he did well, some they of all kind of like... Brian Yuzna and Stuart Gordon work together a lot. Yeah, for sure, dude. They're and, very... And like, they scratch each other's backs so many ways. I think they were like really good friends. Yeah, for sure. So Because you, you don't work in the industry, luckily, like that all the time. I know, for sure. As many times as they did. But yeah, I think those three are some of my favorites for those type of weird oh, yeah, indie for gems. Yeah, for sure. I'm cool with that. Uh, there's so many directors, but those those three guys, like, really, they took they took underground cinema and made it good. For sure, dude. So, 
There is a, another one that okay, so so Dolls came out, and then I remember sometime later there was a movie called Dolly Dearest. Dolly Dearest. Oh, dude, I forgot about that. I watched that recently on Amazon Prime. <laughs> hopefully Garbage. You, oh, I was gonna say, hopefully you didn't pay for it. The fucking best part of that movie is like the credits. She cusses was over. at him. <laughs> She's like, "Fuck you, Charlie!" Like her voice is like that, <laughs> and it, it was like it was like the 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 shit turd fucking Chucky. It was like really bad. Uh, the 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 fucking acting and everything was just atrocious. Um, but Child's Play. Oh, for sure, dude. We got Child's Play. I haven't seen that in forever, but man, the 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 first Child's Play was actually well, really it, well shot. What's up? It's really well shot. I know. Well, it's it goes with the same thing with like uh, uh, Nightmare and you know. Oh yeah. Freddy, kind of where the first film is very fucking serious and very dark and evil. And then it turns into a really bad stand-up routine on, right. you know, well, off, he, off Broadway. He took a fucking tip from Freddie. I know that's for sure. But I like it though. I dig it. Sure. I I, I think Fred Durf was badass. And we talked about the three slashers that are the biggest. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, it's like Jason, Freddie, and um, Michael Myers. But my buddy got mad. He was like, "Dude, you guys didn't mention." Fucking Chucky, dude. Like he got hurt. Like I fucking. Oh. Yeah, I'll take Chucky any day over Michael Myers. I'm. I mean, I. I give. Carp- I guess you're right. Yeah. I give Carpenter props for creating Michael Myers in the sure. original one. But but after that, it was a shit show. Well, he's just like. Uh, see, yeah, I, he, I, I, he's I mean, like a wannabe Jason. Yeah, it, it's like, and it doesn't do anything for me. Like, <laughs> not really. But I, I really dig. Like, <laughs> I, I really dig Freddy because Freddy had a sense of humor. And I think you need comedy in a horror movie. I think I don't it really know helps. that. See, that was like up in the air for some people. They always felt that the comedy was kind of taken away from the scariness. Yeah, but I th- so they always like rotate like like with Freddy. A lot of people say like the first one is the best movie. With Chucky, they say the first one is the best movie because it wasn't. Yeah. It was it was void of like stupid humor. Yeah, but I, I kind of dig the stupid humor though. I, for, I that's just a, that's just me. I like I like horror, but. If I'm watching a horror film that doesn't take itself too serious and it has some comedy, sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, I enjoy those movies, but I do like a good serious scare yeah. fest. Like, um, yeah. And sometimes when it goes too serious, they get they traipse through cheese. Oh, okay. Land, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like it's so over dramatic that it's like super cheesy, <laughs> kind of like Lucio Fulci in a way. Like oh. his movies are like over dramatic. Oh yeah, but um. But yeah, I like Chucky. I thought Chucky was good. I and I like the sequels. I, when I was younger, I grew up with a lot of sequels. Oh, because yeah. I grew up in the eighties. You know, I, I was born in seventy seven, and I grew up through the eighties watching all those fucking horror movies. Yeah. So all the sequels that happened in the early eighties or early seventies, like when I was like too young to watch this shit, I was too young to watch the sequels even. But I was a fan of a lot of the sequels in the eighties. Oh like, yeah, I really was. And I think you know when you hear people talk about like their favorite franchises. And they talk about which ones are the best movies. And most people say, like, Jason is, like, the second one. Like, the second one is the best because that's where you really get to see Jason. Oh, that, yeah, that's where you And the first one's kind of, like, you just kind of watch it because it's you're supposed to. <laughs> you know? Like, even with the remake, they were like, eh, let's just do a five-minute segment of the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, a lot of people say that Jason, the second one is really good. But then other people will say, like, that this one's shit. And, you know, but if you grew up and that was your first fucking Jason movie... Or your first doll movie? Oh yeah, of the se- of the franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna fucking. That's gonna be your favorite. Oh, for sure, dude. That's, Every time. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And there's no arguing with it because that's as nostalgic as you can get. There is a uh, another movie that's kind of more recent, uh, Annabelle. 
which was the uh, oh, I've not seen that yet. Yeah, but it's I heard, like I heard um, it sucked up uh, some donkey balls. Yeah, it's a, it's the colon blow of a, a doll movie. Sweet. I think. So it's like a giant. So I should wear a diaper when I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they really fucked it up. It was almost uh. like, I think what it was, and and you know maybe, it was just timing or whatever. Because you know how like with Blair Witch we were yeah. talking about yeah, yeah how it was intended and like there was nothing they really showed and okay yeah so like people were upset about it I think with Annabelle they were trying to do the same thing uh, only they flaw okay. it was like really bad oh man you know what I mean like so the music was like cool and the like score and everything was like good but Annabelle was a turd fest and they I just saw we saw the trailer at the theater for Annabelle two it was uh, like a teaser trailer we'll, yeah we'll link that in the comments guys see what you think. It shows like a possessed girl. I think my problem with it too is like it's and don't quote me because I haven't done the research in a right. while. But it's based off of a, a supposed real doll. Yes, but it does because but, it's uh, uh, Warrens, the Warrens, Ed and Ed and Lorraine Warren, Ed and Lorraine Warren. It's based off that. Yeah, but it's not like a the it's not animal. It's like a male doll kind of a thing. Yeah, and they had it on uh, Ghost Adventures. Okay. Or, well, it was the, the side show that they do called uh, Deadly Possessions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. that. But that kind of bothers me that they, they do that. Like, same thing with The Exorcist. Because mm-hmm. The Exorcist, like, in the movie, it, it's... it's uh, What's her name? Linda yeah. Blair. Linda Blair, there you go. Because uh, the actual uh, case that The Exorcist was based off of was a guy, not a chick. Oh, okay. So I don't like that they take this stuff that's supposedly real air quotes, air quotes... And then right. they re-engineer it to make something stupid. Well, maybe they just figured that it'll work with their story or something. I don't know. Yeah, you could be right. One uh, of the episodes of the Ghost Adventures, though, they was like the one of the last ones because he does a he does a a ghost hunt on in his own museum. Oh yeah, that he has in Las Vegas, and it's haunted as fuck. Like so they say. Yeah. I'm open to it, but I'm just saying. <laughs> if you put a bunch of fucking haunted items in a fucking museum, yeah, there's going to be some fucking hauntings there. <laughs> and so he has dolls that are literally like... Yeah, a lot of people bring him dolls. Yeah, because they a, don't want to deal with it. This is a creepy doll. It, yeah, they're look. like, this fucking thing killed my family. I'm done. <laughs> Do you want it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they even did an episode where they did the Island of the Dolls thing. Did you oh, see that? Dude, uh, Chris went there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Chris from uh, uh, my band Hardwire. The one that got in the motorcycle accident. Yeah, like, dude. Hey, Chris, if you're listening, buddy. We wish you well, bro. Yeah, I hope you didn't break your dick. Yeah, if you scrape your dick up, that sucks. <laughs> I, but I hope you're all right, man. But anyways, anyway. he, he did, uh, the the guy from, uh, when uh, when we do our work with Hosico mm-hmm. in Mexico, the promoter, uh, Christopher Sandoval. Oh, that's uh, right. I remember you saying this now. Yeah, uh, Chris met him, and him and Brenda met him in Mexico, and they went to the Island of Dolls. And he took all these really cool pictures and stuff. It's really neat. That I will never forget in that episode. The doll went off and there was no batteries in it. Let's name off a few uh, other. Yeah, just fire off a couple. I can do, I can do one right off the bat, man. This is this is a no brainer. Gremlins. Oh yeah. I, oh absolutely, dude. When I was a kid, that was great. It's a fantastic. This is the movie, best dude. Christmas story ever. Oh, I know. It still holds up. It's such a fun movie. Yeah, I know. And I remember going to McDonald's and they had like all the Gremlins records. Re- you oh, could buy the stories like with the record and it would like oh, have dude. pictures and everything <laughs> that's old dude, school man I know I have some of those dude do you know how much money those things are probably worth two or three dollars <laughs> no hey, I, you're probably uh, fucking right no I'm not worth, to me it's worth, worth thousands <laughs> you know what I mean yeah at my parents house I have those oh, that's insanely cool man but dude yeah I watched Gremlins when I was a kid with my family and then I went to go see <sighs> <Ooh>. <laughs> fireballs 
coming back. It's disgusting. Um, when I, I went, I went to go see the second one too. Yeah, the, the the second one is one of the reasons. I mean, this sounds kind of weird, but it's one of the reasons I started getting into film. Really, was the second one, because explain. Well, I used to I used to read a lot of Fango, and I right. don't have a lot of Fango now, but um, I was really into like uh, uh, effects, like okay. practical effects, and they did one effect in Gremlins Two with this spider gremlin, mm. where they had to make it walk, and what they did was they created the uh, gremlin. With the legs, and they had all these sticks connected like it was a puppet, connected to legs. And they had a lot of guys laying on the floor, walking the spider, and that was how they did the effect. Okay. So I made my own, like, spider and effect. Out, with your parents or something? Of, no, I just made it out of cardboard and stuff, and, you know, because I wanted to see if I could do it. Right, you know, that's cool. And I started getting into effects that way, and I started, like, I even at one point I made a, God, I had this short film I was going to do, like, in high school or... Well, maybe it was in grade school. I made like a mask with latex, and I had like fucking these big like claws I made for like a like a like an alien type Creatures, creature. So yeah, yeah, I was really into effects and that's like, cool, and, man. Like that's kind of cool. I mean, for me, like, did you think the first Gremlins was scary though? It, it was not scary, for but it was your age, I guess. When you saw no, it. it was to me, it was just a lot of fun. It, it's it's going back to the same thing I said. I don't necessarily need horror or scary or blood or violence. I just need fun. Sure. And. Gremlins is like right. Well, there's my own. there's a lot of horror fans that just do not like horror comedies. I it, that's my my thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know why. I mean, like if you're into if you're like cheers, like getting excited inside about somebody getting decapitated, there's a little bit of humor in that. <laughs> well, it is. It's fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's losing his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that that part when they were upstairs and they had that music was like. When they were like changing and the cocoons oh, were changing yeah. and they were like that, coming that is out creepy. and oozing out, like that scared me, man. Well, and then I, the mom goes upstairs and then they start attacking her and they go down to the kitchen and shit. Oh, and then she throws it in the microwave. She puts it in the blender. Oh, in the fact, one in the blender. The blender scene. They say that Gremlins was an influence to Brain Dead. Oh, really? I saw an article or something about this. Oh, dude. I think it was on Horror Amino. Somebody okay. posted about Possibly. this. So kudos. Yeah, yeah. If you guys are listening and you did it, please give a shout out in the comments because kudos to you. Um, but they were talking about the scene. There was like several scenes in Gremlins that they used in Braindead. Wow, dude. Like, you know, in the baby, they try to stick it in the blender. <laughs> That's the gremlin going in the blender. Oh, dude. There was a couple other ones, but that, I thought that was really cool. I just thought that was really interesting. But, uh... What would you say was like the B side of Gremlins? I would say that's Ghoulies, right? Oh, dude! If you want to talk about Ghoulies, but I still like Ghoulies. Ghoulies was more satanic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but and this goes back to like, like I was saying it earlier. Certain films have certain elements that I really attach to. Right. And Ghoulies had that element. Yeah, I liked uh, Ghoulies. I think I watched. Was the third one or no? The second one was when they had that giant sort of a uh, swamp monster. <laughs> One swamp, like didn't they like swamp. it like it was huge? Uh, I mean, it was like walking around the carnival. It could be. I don't, I don't quite remember. It's been a while. I just know the first one, where it's all the friends, the the dude. Yeah, he's, he's got sat- the house and he's yeah. He's having the party and it's all satanic and shit. Right. Maybe just like Satan. I don't know. Wait, he was. Oh, that's right. He inherits the house. Yeah. His girlfriend is like. Oh, she's like a singer. In a band. Oh, something like that. I yeah. think it's like that's what it is. Or okay. am I thinking of House? I, I no, I, I fuck. House, I'm thinking of House. No, House is the dude where he's no, a, it's House too. He's I'm a, thinking he's of. A God damn it. Uh, Ghoulies was something about where the guy was. Uh, Grant, don't quote me because it's been a long time. Right. But something like uh, the dude was a baby. He was going to be sacrificed or something, and some priest saved him or something. And it's been so long. And, and he wound up growing up and. 
then uh, he has the party because he finds the book and he starts doing satanic rituals and he he, he you know summons in the, the basement go- right yeah and he, he summons the ghoulies and uh, he basically wants to uh, sacrifice his friends in order to appease these ghoulie creatures okay. Uh, and granted, like I said, don't quote me. It's been a long time. Right. But I really dig it. That basement thing always, for whatever reason, reminds me of Saturday the 14th. Oh, dude, I haven't reason. seen that for so long, Because they have that man. crack in the ground and dude, they try to patch uh, it up. Saturday the 14th. I know, I got to get that on DVD. Fuck, man, I haven't seen that we have to watch so that. long. That's so good, man. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Ghoulies was really good. It'll always get you in the end. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Ghoulies too. Yeah, it got me scared of uh, taking a dump in the toilet. Right, it did a lot of people. But let's just rapid fire off some, ban- yeah, or some trip, trip. bands. Uh, some names of some shows. I and mean, we've talked about Brain Damage. That's definitely oh, a Tiny sure. Terror. Yeah. Uh, arachnophobia. Uh, spiders. Yeah. I mean, I'm a it's a terror for some people. It's yeah. not us. Well, for me it is. I don't like spiders. Oh, really? Oh, dude. I fucking can't stand well, spiders. Uh, dude, keep, oh, take you know note, guys. Take note. Well, and, and within the same line, there was the movie called Kingdom of Spiders, which is essentially like the birds movie. Oh, like yeah. Hitchcock's birds, but with spiders. So it was like similar to that, and it had um, Captain Kirk. Why do I? We were just saying his fucking name, Christopher Pike. No, no. Not Christopher Pike. Captain Patrick Kirk. Stewart. No, what? I'm, I'm an idiot. What? Are you fucking with me? <laughs> I'm fucking with you, dude. William Shatner. William Shatner. <laughs> I think he's the cheesiest motherfucker I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I, I I am a fan of Star Trek, and I did watch that a lot as a kid. But, like, when I see his stand-up, I just, I, for, it irritates me. <laughs> like, I, and I've told that to my Trekkie friends, and they get really pissed off at me. I, no, I'm, 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 a, I'm a huge, disgustingly huge Trekkie. Like, I get it. Like, I know it's a joke, but it's a, it's a bad joke. Yeah. Like, I don't like what he, I mean, I've seen him in some stuff I'm okay with, but he just pisses me off for some reason. Have you and it's it? not because I don't like Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk's awesome. And fucking William Shatner playing Captain Kirk was amazing. Yeah. I watched all those movies. I fucking was amazed by those things when I was a kid. <laughs> the movies and everything. The one with the whales, even. I went to the theater to that's see that a, shit. That's the best one. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, have you heard his spoken... He Doesn't he have a spoken word album? Where he does, like, music? Yeah, and it's, like, kind of like a beatnik thing. Yeah. And I'm talking like this. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I'm, I can't be the only one. If I am, please just tell me. Please tell um, me. But Kingdom of Spiders, he did that movie. Okay, cool. Um, another one that I definitely want to mention, we got Leprechaun. Oh, Leprechaun. Basket Case. Basket Case. Phantasm. Oh, Phantasm, dude. Yeah. And one of my favorites we're going to talk about a little bit is Munchies. Ooh. Remember Munchies? Yeah, you smoke a bowl, then you <laughs> order a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Those things... <laughs> No, Munchies was like Gremlins. It used similar, uh, the similar rules. Oh, yeah. To uh, Gremlins. But it it said basically that if you tried to cut them in half or kill them, they would break into two. And then they would like make another one. (laughs) So it was like these little things. They go to some Aztec fucking cave or some shit. They get this fucking one ghoulie, or not ghoulie. God damn it, Munchie. (laughs) Uh, I'm drunk. Okay, I'm drunk. 
Uh, they get this munchie, and then it comes back, and then it starts terrorizing this town. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it drives cars. It's like gremlins on acid. Like, I don't know how to explain it. A very cheesy gremlins on acid. Yeah, no, it was, it's been so long since I've seen it, but it was definitely like someone taking that concept and just knowing that it's silly right. and running with it's it. It's super concept. silly. Yeah. But, I, I but it's it. one of those movies, man. I, I, I That was like a kid favorite for me. Like, I, I watched that so many times. More times than probably most people have. <laughs> like, I, gotta, I don't know why. I got to see it again, man. It's been, I have not seen it since I read it on VHS. I miss the VHS beta stores of the day. I know. That's dude. where I found out because there was no online. There was only magazines and nobody bought magazines for this type of shit. I know. They went, they saw the cover. A lot of them were a lie, the covers. And they went and they, and it was just like you would spend like an hour there. Oh, I know. Trying dude. to find just the movie that you wanted to watch. And I think it was like three bucks back in the day. So let me ask you this. Out of yeah. all the movies that we talked about, Leprechaun, Munchies, Ghoulies, Kingdom of Spiders, Arachnophobia, Brain Damage, Base, mm-hmm. Basket Case, Gremlins, Phantasm, Annabelle, Dolls, Child's Play, Puppet Masters, Subspecies, Demonic Toys, Doll Man. We didn't talk about Doll Man, but Doll Man, Trilogy of Terror, The Gate, Tiny Terrors. What would you say is your favorite? It's tough. For hitting the sweet spot for my childhood, I say Charles Band, his stuff. Any of his stuff. Yeah, because I really dig his stuff. And and when you're talking about Tiny Terrors, but if you want to talk about quality stuff, I don't want to say quality, but like uh, Gremlins is up there for being a a quality film that's going to last. But, man, I would say Charles Band. Okay. Any of his movies. What what of, of Charles Band would you say is your best? Um, Puppet Master. You think that's your favorite? Well, it it from that one reminds me the most. Okay. From back in the day, I I just have vivid memories of like Puppet Master. Okay. Well, for me, and I'm pretty sure it's obvious for most people, is Trilogy of Terror. Oh, that's cool, man. Which is only thirty minutes, not really even a movie, but they made a sequel. They made a sequel to Trilogy of Terror. It was horrible. Was it sixty minutes? It's garbage. <laughs> it's not even worth one second. <laughs> it pissed me off. Like, it just was not... It made you violently angry? It made me violently angry. But I guess that wraps up our episode today. Oh, yeah. It was really good to kind of traipse through uh, Tiny Terror's Town. But yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for coming by. Hell yeah. As we always mention, you know, and we hate plugging, but please, add us on our YouTube. Add us on our SoundCloud. Yeah, add dude. us on our Twitter, Facebook... All of the links are in the information. Yeah. All you got to do is just fucking click on it. And if you're fucking super fucking awesome, like rad, cool, Mm -hmm. mega, super, give us a review. Let us know. Do you know that if you give us a review and you like what we do, it puts us up the ladder in the iTunes category? Yeah. So then more people see us and more people hear us? Yeah. Do do you know that if you give us a review and you say we're cool, that it boasts my ego? Yeah, I get a bigger dick out of it. Yeah, pretty much. That's what's important. A huge dick. (laughs) But yeah, man, it's great to see you again. I'm glad we got to finish up today. And, and uh, pickles. Yep. Yeah. Oh, pickles! <laughs> Keep your ankles clean, guys. Make sure you wrap them up and watch out for those little tiny terrors out there. Do it. Podcast. Tune in every Monday for a new episode. Wanna play?